0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast series, Creditor's Corner Legal Talk, presented by Smith-Debdom Attorneys at Law, where we explore a range of legal topics impacting businesses and private individuals. So be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. My name is Landon G. Van Winkle, and I'm an attorney in the firm's Consumer Financial Services section. I will be your moderator today. Today's topic is family law, when to lawyer up, and why. We're going to talk about why an attorney can be beneficial in a number of different family loss situations, when you should consider getting an attorney involved, and why there may be a benefit to you to hiring a firm that has a multidisciplinary uh, practice. Before we begin, I want to note the information provided in this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, any and all information shared is for general informational purposes only. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. With that out of the way, let's now turn our attention to this episode's topic. With me today is Michael Denning, and Michael is an attorney in our firm's litigation uh, section, which is, a, which is primarily family law. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Michael.
1: Thank you, Lane. It's great to be here. So before we get into the
0: meat of it, just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, your, your professional background.
1: Well, I've been an attorney for 14 or 15 years. For a majority of that time, I was actually on the district court bench um, in Wake County here. And I spent a majority of the time on the Wake County bench as a family law judge, uh, handling everything from custody, post-separation support, equitable distribution, and anything that you can imagine that would come up uh, in relation to family law. Uh, prior to that, I was a litigation attorney with uh, Shanahan Law Group here in town, which is a boutique law firm which handle a variety of different uh, litigation issues. Um, before becoming an attorney, I was a uh, United States Marine for um, about 11 years, and so I came back and finished college and law school a little later than most. Well,
0: thank you for your service. And so having been on the bench, it sounds mm-hmm. like you've you've kind of seen all this before.
1: Um, I wouldn't say I've seen all of it, but probably about 95% of it. Um, sure. I, I've seen enough not to be surprised of what whatever comes through the door or ends up in front of the judge.
0: That's fair. So, As I previewed earlier, you know, one of the things we want to convey to the listeners here is is why should they hire a a family law attorney when they have a family law situation come up? And maybe just kind of back up a little bit. Let's kind of unpack a little bit what what, what we talk about when we say family law. So, you know, you mentioned equitable distribution and a couple of other things. Can you just unpack a little bit kind of what type of family law uh, issues or matters that you would handle?
1: Sure. Um, when people talk about family law uh probably the first thing they think about is a couple splitting up uh, who has kids who aren't older or out of the house and well what are we going to do about custody um, the next thing you probably think about is, well if we've been married for however many years it is whether it's 5 10 20 or 40 in uh, one of the cases of one of my clients were about well how are we going to distribute our property. Um, And then you worry about how is one or both of the spouses going to move forward and how are they going to be supported. Um, Those are the three main things that legally that you deal with in a family law case. And in and of themselves, they're pretty simple um, and they're pretty straightforward. Um, The fact that it's your spouse that you're leaving um, makes it a bit more difficult Um, valuing things practically is not hard at all everybody can figure out what a car is worth or what a house is worth at the time that you separated and how much somebody's going to if they're going to get 50 percent of the equity Um, the the actual value is not hard Uh, the emotional value is very very difficult in most of these instances and really drives how the situation unfolds and proceeds. And typically, at least one of the parties has a much higher emotional value than a practical value of the situation. And that's what you need a family law attorney for, um, is to help you navigate uh, all the intellectual and emotional issues to get people to the practical place of dissolving the relationship.
0: Perfect. So you're, you're you're just as much a counselor at law as you are, you know, a, a lawyer, so to speak.
1: Uh, that's absolutely correct. When you see counselor at the end of that name, um, it very, very much applies to a family law attorney. I would say uh, you talk to any family law attorney and a great deal of their time is spent counseling their clients. Um, as you well know, your clients pay you a, a, a good fee um, or sum of money for your advice. Doesn't mean that they have to take it. Um, and in family law, sometimes that emotion will always get the better of them. And regardless of whether or not you're giving them really good advice, they will choose not to take it. They're operating from the front part of their brain, as we say. So
0: in addition to the kind of the value you add as an attorney by helping people navigate, as you say, the emotional and intellectual aspects of a of separation, what, what other benefits are there to hiring an attorney? In other words, why, why should I pay you to help me get the divorce when I could just go on a legal Zoom or I can go on the internet and and get up whatever papers I need to, to get it final?
1: Well, there's a number of reasons for that. Um, and to unpack it, I think I got to address quite quite a few of them Um, with anything with any lawyer when you get to a settlement of something the whole point of settling something is so you don't have to come back and revisit it okay family law more than any other discipline of law when you settle something it's important um, to treat it like it's a vampire and put a stake through it's hard you do not want to come back and revisit anything. Um, And next to the death of a loved one or a child, if you think about it, a long marriage is it's the same thing. Psychologically, there's a lot of articles on that. Um, When your marriage is done, it's the death of something that's integral to you, you know, emotionally and mentally. Only you don't bury it and go to a funeral. Spouses separate and they go on. Sometimes they stay in the same town and they see each other and now they have to drop their kids off. So it's very tricky to do that. Um, What an attorney allows you to do is get to a place where you can move forward the shortest and most effective possible way to do it and ensure that you're not gonna be one of those couples that ends up in court for the next 16 years having custody discussions about your children when you separated. and a good family law attorney. It, it may take three years, but it won't go on for sixteen.
0: Sure. So you know, another thing is, uh, I guess, when you know, if, if I'm going through a divorce or I'm I'm having a fight with my wife, for example, um, you know, when when is a good time? When sh- when do I, when should I know that I need to I need to get an attorney involved?
1: That is a very individual specific question, but I would say it's been my experience when I'm. When you sort of dissect these things and you hot wash them, at some point in every relationship or marriage that is gonna that is going to dissolve, one of the parties knows that it's over. is, as, as soon as you come to the conclusion that your relationship might be dissolving, um, you really need to sort of fight through. Uh, some people feel guilty because they're going to be the one that's leaving a relationship. And so one natural response that is, well, I'll just give up more property, I'll give up more support, I'll give up more money, I'll give up more time with my kids, or I won't put up a fight, um, because that's sort of the emotional penance that I need to pay for leaving the relationship. As soon as you think you're going to leave a relationship, or you know it's dissolving, you should go talk with an attorney um, and have a good long consult uh, not only about what's going on mentally and emotionally with you and how you're going to disengage, but where are you property wise? Where are you debt wise? Where are you with your children? Um, Where are you with your work? A family law attorney can sort of flesh all of those things out quickly from a 10 to 15,000 foot level and tell you, okay, this is what you can expect with your property if everybody's rational. Um, you're here in Wake County, if you get, I know all the judges, I practice here all the time, the attorney can tell you, um, here's what you can expect um, with with your particular judge. They can help you navigate it. And what they should really do, and what most family law attorneys try to do is tell you what you need to know, not what you wanna hear, but what you need to hear. Um, And they can generally do it in such a way that you can listen to it. It's really important um, not to try to beat somebody over the head with poor choices. They already know that there's already a disaster going on in their life and it's already a crisis. You don't need to pump any oxygen into the fire. You just need to get them through it as, as, uh, as quickly and as stably as possible.
0: Sure. And so speaking of disasters and crisis, I mean, if, if something, you know, if, if a separation happens in a more of a crisis, if it unfolds in more of a crisis mode, say there's, you know, unfortunately, and this happens, if there's, if there's spousal abuse, or if there's something where somebody's feeling threatened, is there, you know, do, do you handle that? And is there something that, that people can come to you and get some type of relief?
1: Um I will certainly advise people on that. Domestic violence um, sometimes uh, more times than we'd like to experience is an integral part of an initial breakup. Um, it's important to know who the other spouse's attorney is. A lot of times people come, they'll come in because of spousal abuse. and if there's bona fide uh, spousal abuse or partner abuse going on, it's very important to handle that the right way and to navigate it the right way Um, because some lawyers and some people uh, to get a leg up especially if custody is involved will go file a DVPO Um, and if you don't have an attorney or you can't afford one and you say well okay I'll just accept the domestic violence protective order with no findings of fact it doesn't seem that bad there is a lot of collateral consequences and a lot of far-reaching consequences for having one of those orders entered Um, you lose some very substantial rights and it can affect how your custody unfolds it shouldn't um, the case law is clear on it depending on what the domestic violence is it shouldn't but it can and it can lengthen the entire process Um, a good attorney can help navigate you around those uh, around those pitfalls. Perfect. So
0: one of the things you mentioned is collateral consequences. I want to kind of focus on that. So, you know, people, we don't live our lives in a vacuum, right? A divorce can affect all different areas of life. You know, if I own a business uh, as a co-owner with my my spouse, for example, and we're getting divorced, one of the big things that comes up is, okay, what, what's going to happen to the business? Are we keeping it? Are we, are we, It's almost like I'm having a marital divorce and a business divorce. Um, And so one of the things I wanted to explore a little bit with you is, you know, what type of collateral consequences can there be outside of just what we traditionally term as family law? And how can a multidisciplinary law firm help to assist the client to get a better outcome in those scenarios?
1: Well there's there's a there's a lot of collateral consequences you just mentioned a, a family business and that's not uncommon a lot of times we'll have a closely held or a family held business or a business that was started during the marriage that both of the both of the spouses participated in um, and the lawyer who they either incorporated it themselves or they went and they had a lawyer incorporate it um, and lo and behold you know the business is a 50-50 business and now you're getting divorced, okay? Well, property in a divorce is not necessarily that hard to take care of, okay? We know, for instance, that this particular business is, uh, it's marital. And so what's left to do is, well, how do we value the business and how do we distribute it? Um, The valuing is probably not that hard if it's a small business, it's probably got some assets, some cash in the bank and it generates some revenue and you, you, it's the distributing part that becomes an issue. Um, and more so getting through that process with two people that are dissolving their marriage, if they both have to make decisions <laughs> to run that business and keep it going is a concern, and they're at odds personally, um, they can devalue it. And where a law firm like ours helps you both before marriage dissolving the marriage um, and going through equitable distribution is that we have disciplines that can look at your incorporation, whether it's a simple incorporation or you have articles of incorporation and business rules that tell you um, what's supposed to happen in certain um, instances. Um, We can give you considered advice as to, okay, here's what's going to happen with your business Um, You know what? You've got assets in this business like a truck that you signed for personally that you're jointly and severally liable. Um, And there's a lot. And you know this from doing creditor services. There's a lot of pitfalls with that. But what we can do with somebody like you, you can look at it and say, okay, well, this is exactly this is what's going to happen with that. If you don't pay attention to it and here's the best way to navigate around it so we can plan we can be proactive rather than reactive if um, in any legal situation and particularly in family law if you become reactive um, things can go downhill quickly and they can get very expensive quickly Um, lawyers are expensive enough without having to extend the time that you need to engage them to get out of the problem that you have. And where we have an advantage is is we can compress the time that you have to spend addressing your problem. So that ultimately
0: ends up saving the client money because instead of, you know, if, if you... Go to a single practitioner that just does family law they may have to send you you know down the road or across town to to deal with some of these family uh, you know a business issue or a bankruptcy issue or if there's an ongoing lawsuit and here we can kind of deal with it all under one roof
1: Um, absolutely and and part of that has to do with one of the most precious resources we all have which is time and so we can deal with things under one roof which really minimizes the amount or compresses the amount of time that you have to deal with it, um, which resolves the situation much quicker. Um, family law, as I was fond of saying when I was a judge, is not like wine. It does not get better with age. The longer the problem goes on, the worse it gets. Um, and some of them get very bad. So the quicker that you can deal with something, and the faster that you get really good information and advice on how to manage something, um, ultimately the better your outcome is going to be.
0: And you know, you mentioned that I, I do creditors' work, so kind of to that point, you know, one of the things that I think you guys have brought me in to consult a couple times on bankruptcy issues. You know, because I, I guess when you're doing the, you know, obviously I don't practice family law, but when you're doing your your property settlement agreement. Um, there can be real consequences if one of the spouses later files for bankruptcy as to how those how those awards or how those settlement amounts are treated, whether it's categorized as a property distribution, or whether it's cat, uh, categorized as alimony or child support or what we in the bankruptcy world call a domestic support obligation. So that I think is another good example of where it, it pays to be proactive and to have, you know, kind of what we do here at Smith is knowing how. We know how to not just do the family law piece, but to, to do all of the other you know, collateral consequences where we can mitigate those because we have the multidisciplinary people in house that can help navigate those
1: issues sure um and i I don't think that should be underestimated um you know for example i i've had i've seen situations and had situations where somebody comes in you'll always see the closely held family business Um, and divorces tend to get some divorces get high conflict um, and people can go scorched earth really quickly. In some ways, since if they're not going to have it, nobody's going to have it. So they'll just pour vinegar in the wine, so to speak. And they'll try to run the business into the ground, or get it into bankruptcy, so it can't be valued and distributed. And you can hold up the whole equitable distribution process. If you have a good lawyer, and you can understand collateral consequences, you can take proactive steps to prevent that from happening. For instance, if your LLC was set up appropriately or the business rules allow, you might be able to shut the other spouse out to maintain the value of the business long enough to be able to get it valued and distributed. Um, As you all know, once you get something into bankruptcy, it it might take six months to get it out. It could take a year and a half. And again, um, particularly in family law, if mom and dad are fighting over the closely held business, Uh, that tends to spill over into their custody battle, which rolls downhill to the kids um, and it spills over into somebody's ability to actually support the other spouse or to support their children. So it has negative effects all the way around. Um, And we have enough lawyers and experience where we have a really good concept of what all those negative effects can be so we can help you plan to avoid them
0: that's a great great point Michael so if, if anybody in the audience is listening how can they reach out to you to to get set up a console or to to kind of follow up on any of the things we've talked about
1: well we are of course we're on the uh the internet at www.smithdebnamlaw.com. Um, we have a very easy to navigate website uh, my name is up there as an attorney um, you can email me you can call um, one of the Get put through to one of the family law paralegals who will talk to you and get all your information, um, which really sort of flattens the hill and the curve for the attorneys, and we'll set up a consult for you. And I'm I'm happy to consult by Zoom, by phone, by snail mail. Um, generally, prefer to do that um, in person um, because. Uh, that relationship is a very, very tactile relationship and, and people need to kind of be able to assess each other and make sure that it's going to work out.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for participating, Michael. This was very useful. And I think, uh, you know, I think this is gives some good pointers and, and some food for thought for people listening in the audience. So I want to thank the audience for listening uh, and obviously, if you do have questions, you can visit our website. Uh, you can call our, our main number at 919-250-2000 and ask for uh, Michael Dinning or somebody in the family law section. Uh, and don't forget to check out our other websites and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening. And I hope everyone stays well until we hear from you again.
1: Thank you, Leonard.